I had to do it, man. Are we putting the bottle down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We doing it. We doing it. We record right now. I know. Hey, hello. Hey, hello. Hey, hello. You know, man, it, it's been some crazy talk going on out here by Gen Z, millennials, uh, idiots. I don't know what they've been. I don't know what's going on with them. Um. But they've been talking crazy about Mr. Carter once he came out and said uh, that can't nobody see him in a versus. And I'm like, now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. I think we about to turn the music up in the headphones. You know what I'm saying? I think the first person that I just played might be the only person give him some work in the verses. Facebook ain't gonna like this one. YouTube ain't gonna like this one, but Apple's gonna love it. <laughs> like, 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 come on, man. Like, who, 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 who are we talking about, man? Like, you think your favorite rapper can beat can beat Jay in the verses? Come on, man. <laughs> like, like it's just so crazy to me. And then I heard people talk about Eminem. Eminem could be Jay Z in the verses. I'm like, Emma who? Emma what? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Emma what? <laughs> okay, yeah, Eminem can rap his ass off. Eminem sold a lot of records. <laughs> Eminem is like Luka Doncic. He's really good, but he gets overrated because he's an outlier in the industry in which he works in. So he brings in a totally different demographic demographic that may not necessarily be as spun up right. But come on, man, man. We're talking about Hove. We're talking about Hove, man. Come on now. We're talking about him. And like... And like for me, like just thinking about this stuff, I'm not even like going deep in this catalog right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Cause this is what he is. He's the illest mother love all Hold up. I'm just gonna keep playing the stuff because like Blueprint 3, prime example, he had to come back and remind y'all, man. Talk to him, Hov. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Be yeah, Facebook, YouTube. <laughs> They're gonna flag me for this one. But that's fine. I don't care because we gon' we gonna do whole appreciation on the front end of this. Well, we three minutes in. Because I just some of the whole disrespect I've seen. To even have an opinion on what I've been doing. What the hell if y'all only thing you can identify This is 2010, baby. Ten number one albums in the row. Who better than me? Only the Beatles. Nobody ahead of me. I crushed Elvis in his blue suede shoes. Made Look who he's talking to. He's not even talking to y'all rappers, man. He's not talking to nobody in, in, in his versus thing. You know what I mean? So it's crazy to me. 
And this is why I'd even put Jay-Z up here as a topic, man. I have, I have to tell y'all to put the bottle down. Like, I heavily emphasize putting the bottle down. You see it behind me. Put the bottle down. I got the hat to my left. I can grab it for you if you don't understand it. You need to put the bottle down. This crazy this crazy stuff y'all been talking about hoes just makes it it, it 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 peeps me it makes me sick to my stomach it makes me want to go get a bottle of do say do myself you know what i'm saying because it's the shit if i do say myself you know what i mean triple entendre don't even ask me how like come on bro stop it stop it now do i think there's some some artists who could give a whole give hove and run for his money and verses absolutely there's two it's yay and it's wayne well, what about Drake? What about Drake? All of this, baby. All of this, baby. Nah, not Drake. Drake got 20 songs that can compete with almost anybody. I've been to a Drake show. I've been to a few whole shows. Drake don't want that smoke. Drake don't want that smoke at all. Um, and honestly, I think he might be starstruck. Like, I, I think Drake could give Ye a run for his money because, because Ye, Ye ain't, Ye ain't, Drake ain't scared of Ye. Drake actually want to see Ye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think Drake and Wayne could do a great versus. I think Drake could get his boots smoked, but nonetheless, they could do a great versus. But, um, Hove, it's only two people. Wayne. Now, if we're talking like rap music, yeah, Wayne and, and Ye, that's it. Because what Ye can do is he can pull out, <laughs> he can pull out some of Jay's tracks that he uh, uh produced <laughs> and be like, ha ha, I'm part of your greatness. <laughs> well, come on, man. Like, Goat is the whole, I mean, Goat. Hove is the goat of rap. See, I'm even getting my words twisted because Hove is so, he's the goat. So, like, I'm just putting goat and Hove synonymous. But y'all people talking about Eminem, bro, look at it, bro. Y'all go eat some candy, man. Walk down that eight-mile road, boy, by yourself because Eminem don't want that smoke. And and I, I've seen a few things. Like, I saw a post today talking about some what people in the South do, like, listen to Jay-Z, and they, like, threw it in the trash. And I'm like, man, what? Nigga, what? Nigga, who? <laughs> Not me. Not the big baby. I love me some Hove. I love me some Jay-Z, man. But look, let's have a good podcast today, man. Hey, hey, hey. It's the B-Baby. And I'm back. Merry Christmas. Kringle is here. To mingle. Yes, sir. Big baby Chris Kringle. I got all the toys for the girls and boys, and I'm ready to pass them out. But here's my Christmas gift to you all. It's this podcast. <laughs> I'll drop it top of the week. Um, I'm pre-recording because I'm about to be um, away from away from my studio gonna be uh with family spending some good time at christmas in the ville uh totally looking forward to it so i just got to make sure that i get some content ready between now and then and then i'll have y'all like i'll figure out something for new year's i want to do something kind of cool but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there bruh george could stand in the background so damn distracting but i absolutely love it 
And if Gucci keeps coming over the mess with me, we're going to have a problem. It's going to be some smoke in the city. Uh, but let's get to our first topic, man. Kevin Samuels, um, the voice of of a specific type of black man, he 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 caught some some head. He caught some. Oh no, he took some headlines with a conversation that he had. And I'm going to play the full thing. It's going to be a little long. It's going to be about two minutes, but I want y'all to hear the full thing so I can totally respond to it. Hey Gucci, you want to back up because if you kick my microphone again, you're going to your cage. Something that your biggest enemy is the because a lot of sisters don't, a lot of women, black women need to understand something that your biggest enemy is not a white woman. Your biggest problem is not NOT, not a white woman. Your biggest enemy is Marisol. Your biggest enemy is the Hispanic woman. She understands how to season food. She understands sensuality, femininity, and she was raised in a patriarchal environment. The difference between femininity and fake femininity is amazing. The Latina problem. Black women, you have a problem. The men of each group used to kind of keep each other out of the way. Now, interracial dating, intercultural dating, whatever, is not as taboo as it used to be. And when you're talking about what you bring to the table, these women are bringing tables. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. A lot of women get upset when you ask, what do you bring to the table? And these women are bringing tables. Adios mio, papi. How are you? Yeah, your lead speak that shit. Yeah, they're bringing tables. I don't like hot food, but trust me, I will get over it. I will, I'm going to learn how to eat those. I'm going to start, you hear me playing bossa nova music? I already do salsa and the tango and the merengue and the samba. I'm fuck around starting. You know what, man? Y'all get mad when brothers date out. Hey, well, you know, split the difference. Get Marie. The men of each group. You know, I, this, this, this hit me in so many different ways. Yeah, you know, I sent it to some people and I got so many like different different responses to it, right? You know what I mean? And uh one group I'm like they're like there's no competition amongst the women. I was like, uh I beg to differ because I've you know I've had like why are you not dating a black woman? What's your business? Why are you worried about who I'm dating? Are you trying to date me? No? Why are you worried? And And You know Other responses was Oh my god this is crazy What is he talking about? He's crazy as hell I'm like I don't know about that one buddy I don't know about that one then I had some other people like, oh, yeah, yeah, he right, yeah, he right, he right. I go, I think he makes some good points. But you know me, I'm always looking for the, I'm looking for the nuance. Cause I'm like, hey, 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 despacito. Despacito. Let's, 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 let's be slow to draw our conclusions. Despacito, that means slowly in Spanish. I learned a little bit. And, and, and let's get into what 
Kevin Samuel was talking about. Because if we're gonna make it like a competition, and say if it's a, if it's a three woman race, uh, black women, Latino women, and white women are in this race. I, I would say the black women are still winning the race. I give them the gold medal. I would give the Latino women the bronze medal. Excuse me, the, the silver medal and the white women the bronze medal. And this is not backed in any type of research or anything at all. I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm just going to speak from some personal experiences and some observations. Um, I think most of us, most black men, uh, depending on how you were raised, uh, you start off wanting to find like your black queen, right? You do like. Uh, black love is beautiful and it, and it is beautiful absolutely and then sometimes you get to a point to where man i just want to fall in love and the race stuff doesn't really matter to me and that's where i'm at i'm like hey look uh do you believe not wrong song. do you believe in love and the promise that it gives yeah i do because i want to love you because your love is why i live and i don't really care like what color you are. I do care what you look like, though, because you can't be ugly as hell and think we're going to fall in love. Not going to happen. I promise you that. But the point of it is, is that there's this weird dynamic that's happening, okay? Um, And I look at it from my age bracket. I'm 30 years old, and I was raised by my mom. And my mom is Mrs. Do-It-All. She can, you know... She got her own independent woman, all of that. And it's beautiful. But at the same time, she was raised to serve men, right? She was raised to, you know, like take care of the house, um, serve her husband and all of this stuff. Because And, and then for me, it, it, she took care of the house. I mean, she kind of took care of the house. I did a lot of cleaning. But nonetheless, she spoiled me rotten. And to this day, when I go home, if I go visit my mom, I do laundry because I want to, uh, not because I have to. My mom will do my laundry. My grandma will do my laundry for many, many, many years. When I come home, my mom's going to cook me a meal. My grandma's going to cook me a meal because that's the type of women that they are. That's how they were raised to be. So I was raised around that type of woman, despite the fact that my mom was a super independent woman who would like go cut the grass, too, and and lay some concrete <laughs> Yeah, no, my mom really made a concrete path at our house because she was tired of walking in mud. So she's that type of human being, and that's what I'm used to. That's what I'm accustomed to, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I like a domestic woman. Now, I'm not against a career woman. I'm not against a woman who's aspirational and has goals. By no means am I against that. I support that, and if I can get domestic and I can get aspirational, I go for it. Um, but the domestic piece is dope and don't get me wrong. I'm super domestic. Like I've lived by myself pretty much for the, since 2015. Um, excuse me. So I don't need somebody to come here and clean up my house. I don't need somebody to come cook because I probably can cook better than you can. Uh, I don't need all that stuff. I know how to, to operate a household on my own, but there's a nice feeling of your woman taking care of you. Having a woman who wants to take care of you, right? And uh, I don't know. I like it. And I've had experiences with um, some women who are a bit more career focused, a bit more aspirational. And that's like 
that's their main thing. Hey, baby, that's that's your main thing. That's great. But hey, I want I want I want some time too. Not only do I want some time, I want you to want to give me the time. Like I don't want you to feel like you have to to to, to spend time with me. No, I want you to want to spend time with me. I want you to want to do things for me. Hell, I. <laughs> Yo, like, you run into some of these women, bro, they can't cook. And it's like, what do you mean you can't cook? And I had this running joke of if she can't cook, bail immediately because that means she can't follow directions. Because cooking is easy. Cooking is, you take a recipe, it tells you what to do, you follow those instructions, and then if you do that enough times, you start to do things on your own, and you don't necessarily need recipes for certain things, and even when you have a recipe, you don't necessarily follow the recipe, because you swag it out yourself, right? But then you start getting these, oh, I don't need no man-ass women, and it goes, okay, great, you don't need a man, that's fine. I'm not asking you to need me, I'm asking you to want me. Well, I want a man who does this, he does that, he does this, he make this much money, he this tall. And I go, okay, so what do you bring to the table? Ha ha. Or what are you doing for me that I can't do for myself? Besides the wet spot and friction. Ha ha. And that's where we go. But let me get back to what Kevin Samuels was talking about, because I do think he has a valid point, because if you look at the rise of the independent black woman, uh, whether you want to blame it on the crack epidemic, pulling the pulling uh, black men out of the houses, um, just women being given more opportunities so they could walk away from relationships that weren't healthy for them because they can actually uh, afford a living wage. So now they can get out of that relationship. Unlike your grandmama, you say grandmama and granddad, they kept it together because they loved each other. No, they kept it together because grandmama had no money and uh, granddaddy did because grandmama didn't really have any skills and grandmama didn't really work like that to be able to uh, support her lifestyle. And she knew that. So she, st- she kept her bread buttered. Okay. But now that those things have changed and there's a bit more independence here, guess what happens? When it, when it don't make sense, it don't make sense. And when it stops making sense, you leave. And so when you have a generation of, of black women who, who were independent and oftentimes didn't remarry, who focused on themselves, their kids. And let's be real, if you're raising kids and you're going to work every day, you don't really have time for much of a social life. It's hard to develop one, especially if you're being a good hands-on parent. And depending on how many kids you have and how many jobs you have to work, like if you're working multiple jobs, you don't have time for none of that stuff. And they they raise their kids with their trauma, right? And what does that turn into? It's like, hey, you take care of yourself. You make sure that you don't have to worry about no man to take care of you. You all, you got what you got so that you can always be good. And part of that is absolutely amazing. It's it's great to, to, to build that level of independence. But with that, I think there needs to be an understanding that there is some interdependence that is needed for a society to work. Right? There's a level of interdependence that makes people happy. And that gets lost because, again, we're talking about everybody wants to talk about breaking generational curses. But you have to look at all of the curses. To, I'm going to be the first person to graduate from college. OK, great. That's amazing. 
I'm going to be the person who gets married and stays with my husband. Okay, that's great. That's amazing. I'm going to have all my kids by one person. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. I'm going to build generational wealth. Okay, that's great. That's amazing. But what about unlearning the unlearning the lessons that your mama taught you from her trauma? Have you ever thought about that one? Uh, uh, have you ever thought about letting that hurt go uh, because your daddy left and, you know, you got to just be like, you got to get over it. Have you ever thought about letting that hurt go, bro? Have you ever thought about letting that hurt go, sis? Have you ever just thought about, let me break the actual generational curses that are impacting me day to day and how I live my life and not the big overarching ones that sound great. I'm going to work on my mental health. Okay, that's absolutely amazing if you work on your mental health. But are you truly going to work on it or are you just going to go to therapy? Everybody want to go to therapy, but don't nobody really want to work on their mental health. They want to say, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my mental health because I'm going to therapy. I'm talking to a therapist. But are you actually healing? Are you doing the things that actually make you a better human being, right? So I, I say all that to say to get back to this this Kevin Samuels piece. And from my experience with the Latin community, it's much more family-oriented. They have a much more patriarchal society. Uh, and for a man like me, that lines up more with what I know, more than what I'm comfortable with. Maybe I need to break that generational curse, right? But I like it. I don't demand it. I like it, right? And, and don't knock me for what I like because I don't demand it. I can do other things, right? So you find a woman who comes from a family structure. Mom does this. Dad does this. I take care of my brothers. I take care of my dad when my mom's not there. You know, I take care of the house. I still go to work every day now. But I'm going to take care of my family because that's what I've been raised to do. And that's what I want to do. Because when my family's happy, I'm happy. And you juxtapose that with a personality that is more so built on, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to do what's best for me because this makes sense for me. <sighs> if you're somebody like me, you go... I like this family dynamic over here. Yeah, I want you to take care of yourself. Yes, I want you to make decisions for you. But damn it, man, can you think about us sometimes? I want my feet rubbed. I want to come home to a nice cooked meal. What you mean you don't know how to cook? Okay, you got three degrees. Okay, that's good. You making six figures. Okay, that's amazing. That's excellent. Love it. We can we can go on some great vacations. We can go to some great brunches. We can we can get by the 1942 and just keep them in the house. But what can you do as a homemaker? What type of partner are you? What type of wife are you? What type of mother are you? What type of daughter-in-law are you? What type of friend are you? You know what I mean? What type of plus one are you? You got to ask all of these questions. So when 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 Kevin Samuels and again, he goes too far for me, you know, he tries to sensationalize it, which uh, that's what you have to do, apparently, to be successful in media. And if I'm not successful in media because I don't over sensationalize things that I don't truly feel, well, damn it, man. But when 
But what I think that Kevin Samuels is trying to say and what I am saying based on what I understood from it is just that, hey, a lot of black men are looking for a woman who wants to take care of them. Not has to take care of them, but wants to take care of them, wants to wants to be an active person in their life, wants to be interdependent, codependent, not just independent. Yes, you can do bad all by yourself, but you can do better when we're together. And that's what I take from it. That's what I think he's getting at. And then culturally, guess what? Yeah, I mean, Latin women, they're not white. Yes, they season their food, listen to a little bit different music, but we got some stuff in common. Uh, Yeah, that food be a little bit spicy. And you got to be like, hey, 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 take them spices down. But as society has changed and now that, you know, the gatekeepers of the community are letting the women run wild, they have free choice and, you know. Let the women choose, let the women choose. But in the same time, letting these women choose, you got to choose who's best for you. And the only problem that I had really with what Kevin Samuels was doing, it appeared that he was trying to step on our black sisters. And I'm not okay with that. Now, I know, and I listened to a snippet. I didn't listen to the full conversation in context because I'm a Kevin Samuels fan. I I think he's big on accountability and looking things in the face and calling it as he sees it, calling it as it is without actually just um, saying what sounds good, what the woke left will like, what a black Twitter will like. No, he going to say some shit that's like, Oh dang, bro. I never thought about it that way, but that's real. But let me tell you something. This celebrity couple worship, it's sick. This sick ass celebrity couple worship makes me absolutely sick. And I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite because I'm going to talk about it, but I hate it. But I talk about things that I hate. And it's one of those things where I'm like, am I really going to come into my podcast and talk about this today? Am I really going to talk about how sick y'all make me the way that y'all just uh, 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 fawn over these celebrities? I mean, it should be illegal, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, the fact that y'all, like, these blog sites, uh, even some of the podcasts, including me, it's, it's absolutely sick. And I think it speaks to a lack of talent, a lack of content, a lack of ability to create content, um, the obsession with clicks. Because if you say Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian, you're going to get a thousand, a million clicks. You're going to say Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson versus Kanye West. You're going to get a thousand, a million clicks. If you're going to say Steph Curry versus uh, Aisha Curry, you're going to get a thousand, a million clicks. But it's gross, man. For one, let's have respect for the lives that these people are living. Let's do that. Like, Let's actually give a damn that these people are going through some stuff and they don't want their their business just all in the streets uh, because they're trying to live their life and move on. I think that's sick. Just imagine that you're going through a breakup and every time you go somewhere, somebody's bringing up your ex just to throw it in your face. Or every time you just hop onto your, 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 your phone, and you're scrolling through the socials, you're seeing your ex on a date trying to be low key and private, um, but still live their new life. And you have to see that and you can't even properly heal. But none of y'all think about that. Y'all don't care about that because all you care about is your clicks. All you care about is your streams. All you care about is your impressions. And it's absolutely sick. Like, these blogs are so 
Oh, disgusting. Like, just think about this. Since Kanye and, and Kim Kardashian have started to try to move away from each other, what do we see? Every time Kim Kardashian is going out with Pete Davidson, there's a picture. She leaves his house. There's a there's a damn picture. There's a post. He's driving her car. There's a picture. There's a post. Oh, they're leaving the movies. Kanye's better than Pete, bro. Get a life. Who cares? Would I love to see Kanye and Kim get back together? Sure. They got kids together. I want him to be around to be able to raise his kids in the proper way. Do I like to see a black man with one of the most powerful and influential people in the world? Absolutely. I absolutely love it. Yes. Amazing. But do I really care if Kanye and Kim get back together? No. Will I, if I ran into Kim Kardashian somewhere, would I troll her? Being like, oh, man, fuck Pete. You with Kanye. Man, no, I could care less. If I like, I'm not. If, if I ain't trying to get you to get with me or one of my partners, then what, what are we talking about? I could care less about somebody, somebody else I don't know. And, and, and then I just see it day in and day out. It's like, why? Why do you care? Are you so disgusted with your own life that you can't take the time to to get better, to improve yourself? But so you just get lost in Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. It's super sick. And, 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 you know, it's just like with this, with, with Aisha Curry trending yesterday. Well, not yesterday, a few days ago, by the time this comes out. Why is Aisha Curry trending? Ooh, rumors say that Stephen Curry and Aisha Curry have an open relationship. Okay, so what? Who cares? Like, why do you have a feeling about their relationship? Is it yours? Do you live in their house? Do you pay their bills? Are you raising their kids? Do you live their lifestyle? Do you understand their lifestyle? No, you don't. So why are you even even making an issue of it? I mean, you over here cheating on your dude and he cheating on you. Y'all got an open relationship. Y'all just ain't open about it. Y'all got a screen door relationship. <laughs> Cause y'all let some shit in, but you just ain't just you just ain't wide open. You know, you're not broadcasting. <laughs> Y'all got the screen door relationship. Well, Steph got the open door relationship. Some of us have a closed door relationship. Y'all got the screen door relationship. Unlock. <laughs> so I, I'm just like, why do y'all care? And I was having a conversation with a friend, and he was telling me about somebody who's like familiar with their dynamic. Who talked about how Steph is trash because he does this, that, and the third. Like, okay, maybe he is. Top 20 NBA player all time. Super rich. Nice looking guy. <sighs> Can shoot from deep. <laughs> Ain't missing. What do you expect? Chris Rock said you're only single as your options. Now again, uh, I, now again, you're only as faithful as your options. Excuse me, but again, there are people who have options and they're faithful. Why? Because they don't they don't explore those options. Shout out, and but Steph has options. Steph is away from home, and just like Steph has options, Aisha has options, and Steph is away from home. What if she wants that feeling of? I mean, she. I mean, Shell. She done came out and said some stuff to let you know that hey, I want some attention. And maybe the agreement that they came to that's going to make their relationship work is agreeing that is agreeing that, hey, we can do our own thing. We just keep it, you know, you keep it, you just keep it 
type. You know what I'm saying? You don't broadcast. You don't broadcast. You don't embarrass me on the street. You don't come home with something you can't get rid of. I don't have no outside kids. I'm putting on Paul George like he did on Doc Rivers' daughter. You know what I'm saying? Steph's little brother's wife. Uh, no, no, no offense, but I'm just saying, like, don't don't come back with no nothing. Don't pull a D Wade when you know we're going through some problems and we separated. Get up, somebody else pregnant. No, don't do that. But if you feel the need to do something that's going to make you happy and that's going to make you be a better lover for me, well, go for it. And if I need to step out and do something to make me feel better, to make me be a better lover for you, if we agree to do that, go for it. And I truly believe more couples should actually take this approach. Because uh, I talked earlier about uh, a grandma was staying with granddaddy because she didn't have the financial stability to make it shake on her own. But, I mean, what if grandma would want to go holler at oh, what's his name down the street? Across the way, a couple towns over. She ain't want to be there forever. She want to be there for, if only for one night. If that's all she wanted was, man, who, who was it really hurting? If you're going to be miserable as hell coming home every day, uh, being a curmudgeon, looking at your partner, but if you just step out for a weekend, you step out for a day, and that gives you the the revitalization that you need. I mean, if y'all can come again, if y'all can come to that agreement, then go for it, man. Do what makes you happy. Because uh, I was listening to, I saw a clip where Trevor Noah was asked about the Dave Chappelle thing, and like, did he cross the line? And he was like, there is no line. Like everybody's line is 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 personal to them. And he was like. Like, no, there's a societal line. Well, no, because society can't agree on this line, so there's not a line. And I think the same thing exists in relationships. We've created this fake societal standard for what a relationship is supposed to look like. Uh, maybe it's based in religion. Maybe it's based on just some shit that was made up. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, it's a societal norm that's been created that a lot of people don't want to get with. There are some who are like, I'm going to be faithful, an elephant's faithful, 100% cross my heart, hope to die. There are others who go, man, I love my girl, I love my wife, man, I love my kids, I love my family. But every now and then I need to, you know what I mean? And it doesn't speak to a lack of love for their loved one. It just means that, hey, I have other needs that I want to be filled and not being filled here. It's like, hey, man, I don't want to eat chicken every day, but that don't mean I don't like chicken when I eat fish. I don't mean I don't like fish if I eat steak. Maybe sometimes people want variety, whereas there are others who are okay eating the same thing every day, having the same routine every single day. They thrive on that. Others need a little bit more. And that's okay. So while all y'all worried about Steph Naish and what they're doing, worry about yourself. Figure out what dynamic works for you because y'all say goals, hashtag goals, power couple, uh, 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 the Sierra prayer. Yeah, I want me a Russell. Do you really want a Russell? Do you really want a Russell? Oh, yeah, I want me a Dirk. Yeah, speaking of Dirk, that's the new standard because he got down on his in his white jeans on, his, on, on one knee to propose to his old lady while he was performing. How's that the new standard if you don't date no rapper? How I'm going to propose to you while I'm performing if I don't perform? You want me to perform, propose to you on a pod? Well, look, when I pod, ain't nobody here. So you're going to get a virtual pro, uh, uh, proposal? You're going to be going through iTunes the next day? You're going to be like, oh, my God, Big Baby proposed to me. <laughs> Let me text this man back and say yes. <laughs> 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's not the new standard. That's his standard. That's what works for him. But if you're going to judge your relationship off of these celebrities, man, you're stupid. You're absolutely dumb. Like, it's, it's just like Instagram. If you really base how you truly feel about somebody off of their Instagram, their social media, you're, you're, I don't consider you to be a high-functioning social human being because we show what we want on Instagram. When you don't know somebody and you're not with them, you're not in their household every day, they're going to show you what they want you to see in their relationship. And it can look like like roses and, 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 and red velvet cake every day, but it could be terrible. It could be terrible. It, it it could be, you know, the thing about the rose bush, it has the thorns, right? You got the thorns that, that you know, you just can't just grab a rose bush. You're going to get cut up. Well, yeah, in the order to make that rose, you got to have them thorns, too. You got to have that hard stuff that may cut some people up, but people don't pay attention to the thorns because the rose is so beautiful. But the problem with that is you're not understanding the process. You're not giving the process its respect. You talk about you want to see air prayer because you want you a Russell, but you don't know what it takes to deal with a Russell. You know how committed this man is to his career? Are you okay with that? Are you okay with like, hey, no, I got to go in the hyperbaric chamber tonight. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, I'll get in bed later on. Oh, no, I'm watching film. Yeah, I got to watch film. Oh, I got to rehab. Oh, I got to go to the facility early. Yeah, I'm up late. I'm out early. I'm not giving you much time. I love you. But I love football a lot more. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with your man loving his trade, his craft, his career more than he loves you? And put more into that than he puts into you. Don't tell me you want a Russell prayer. Don't tell me you want Dirk down on one knee proposing to you because that's the new standard. That's the new goals. When you're like, hey, man, he in the studio every day. He's on the road 30 night. He's doing 30 to the tour. Oh, yeah, and he hit the festivals. Nah, you can't come the whole time. Nah, I mean, you you got to work on your own stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it's nuts to me that y'all want to make this stuff the standard. But look, Celebrity Land is not the standard. They are outliers. Most of us are not famous. Most people don't care about us. And, and in that same brain, you have to understand that most of our relationships are what they're going to be. You should do what makes your partner happy, but you should not. You know, I talked on uh, on the pod a little uh, a little while ago about you know Travis Hunter, like the competition is yourself. It's not the outside entities. You know, obviously people are gonna have comments on your relationship, but hell, fuck them. Um, but you do what works for you because it works for you. If you wanna, if you wanna be super public in your relationship and that works, have at it. Not my cup of tea. If you wanna be super private with your relationship, have at it. That's not my cup of tea. If you just wanna be here and there, a little public, a little bit private, you know, just live your life. If people find out, if people see things, yeah, it's what it is. That's more so my lane. But for those of you who are trying to make your life and build off of a celebrity's life, man, that's dumb. That's absolutely dumb, and it's sick. The sick celebrity couple worship, it drives me up a wall. You want to pray the Russell prayer. You want the Dirk proposal. But you want to sit here and act like sweetie. <laughs> Bro, what's this? Why sweetie order that stiff ass off Amazon? <laughs> Why she buy her butt from Bezos? 
That's the Bezos button. Hashtag bought by Bezos. Probably in, those, in, the, in the, like the lower right cheek. It's a little Amazon signal, right? The symbol right there. Got some Amazon injects. Amazon inserts. But stiff as a board. But nah, man. Like, if you want to be a hooker, just let me know. Like, sweetie had a a little thing about the Birkin, right? If he ain't giving you no Birkin, you you shouldn't be twerking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, what is it? And that's what we continue to see. We keep hearing this stuff in uh, our society, especially in black cultures. Like, hey, man, you got to trick off just to talk. What my money got to do with um, us bumping uglies, making love? Now, I understand. I'm not opposed to taking girl women on dates. I'm not opposed to taking care of my woman, buying her nice things, doing all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm all about that. But hold on, why is there? Why is all of this so f- transactional? Why is there a fi- why are there finances tied to this? I mean, if you if you want if you just want to be a hooker, just say so. Like if you just want to work the corner. Just say that that's what you want to do. Don't try to say that. Oh, now you got to spend this much money, and then you got my ear. You a hooker? You a sex worker? Now it's one thing to have standards. You like? Oh no, I ain't going to McDonald's. I got that. You got to do something to wow me, to make me want to talk to you. Yeah, baby, I support that. But what did Cardi say? Pussy. I know that's right. Big bad pussy. Act right. Broke boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right. Big bad pussy. Not the belly band. Take- no broke boy that knock y'all up. Man, listen, broke boy that knock him up. Knock your head off. Peel your scalp back. You worried about some. You worried about some. Uh, you worried about a little bit of money just to get your rocks off, man. Look here. Sex is free. It don't cost nobody to have sex. You can have sex for free. And the idea that we're trying to look here. I, I look at Sweetie. Sweetie got a little bit of talent, by the way. But you look at these 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 girlfriends, these these Aries of the world, even like uh um oh fine ass, Lori Harvey. And I mean she ain't out here acting like she's selling no thing or nothing like that. You got your Amber Rose, you know, forehead tattoo, shout out. Um you, you got even even Dirk's old lady. And then you got some of them loving hip hop ass women. It's like, what what is your talent? Why do you matter? Why are you an influencer? Oh, because you look good and you date somebody that's famous, and and you demand like like you didn't date like three famous people. So now all of a sudden, oh, cause that that that's your dating pool. So you gotta have this kind of money to mess with you. And it's like, hold on, bro. If you just want to be a hooker, just let me know, man. Just, just if that's what you're into. If, if you just want to, just you know, sell yourself out. I'm not judging you. I'm not. If, if somebody gonna pay for it, you're worth what people will pay for. So if somebody gonna pay for it, man, have at it. Sell on, <laughs> float, we'll float on. But the problem is, don't don't be intermingling uh, your 
your hookerisms with relationshipisms because relationships are totally different. Is there a transactional piece to relationships? Yes, absolutely. If you don't do something for me that excites me, then we're not going to have a relationship. Got it. But at the same time, like it ain't always money. It's about much more than just money because, hell, it's much easier to pay for a connection with some with somebody than to actually build one and earn one. I promise you. Because I always say you spend time, you spend money where you don't want to spend your time. So, yeah, if I can look here. Come on now. But we, as much as we give these these women power and, and I, and I want to say that uh, and I want to just say, if you want to be a hooker, just let me know. I also can look at the dudes and be like, hey, bro, y'all paying for it. Y'all allowing him to do this. Y'all buying the Birkins. I mean, yeah, Quavo, he took he 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 took the Bentley back, but he bought it. You know what I mean? Skr, skr. Get out. And I'm not knocking for not for buying the Bentley for his old lady, but then when you got rumors of little baby taking a uh, sweetie out just to go shopping like a hundred k. Again, I don't know that to be true. But if that's what you're doing, man, come on now. Everybody know it ain't tricking if you got it tricking. It. Nah, it's still tricking. You still a trick. Just because you got it, it's still tricking. And it's one thing to introduce somebody to your lifestyle and allow them to live that lifestyle. And it's a whole other thing to pay for them, pay for their attention. I'm all for getting to know somebody. And then once you get to know them, man, even if you got to pay for the first date, you know, like, I mean, like pay for the first date, do something dope, like a concert, a festival, some stuff like that, because that's what you're into. Cool. But if every time you have to every if every time that you see this person, you have to spend some money. Oh, man, you should just just you should just go to the office, go to whoever it is and say. Uh, hi, my name is John, and I'm a trick. You should just have your name changed to John Trick. John Trick, yeah. Because you are a John, and you are a trick. And if that's what you want to be, that's okay. If you're into those type of women who want John Tricks, then go for it. But for the women who are out here, out here being birds, just, hey, man, look here. If you are a prostitute, you own it. You walk into your prostitution, baby, and you make as much money as you can. Till you get caught. Cause y'all gonna be like, I ain't paying for no bird. Bro, you bought a Birkin. What you think you paid for? I thought I paid for the purse. You ain't pay for no purse. You pay for the ah a push it. Yeah, man. Look, I hope y'all have a merry, merry Christmas. And I and I I should be back before New Year's. And a happy, happy New Year's if I don't get back to you. Um, I just want I had to get some thoughts on about this, man. You know, Latino women and black men, I think that's actually a thing um for a generation of black men, but I also think all of this stuff will correct itself. And at the end of the day, man, you find who loves you and if she loves you and he loves you the way that you want to be loved um go for it man uh celebrities couple worship stop worshiping them man work on yourself and stop focusing on them and look if your ass for sale if you got a price man just sell it just be just be a full-fledged hooker and stop and stop and stop capping out here like you like you ain't for the streets man you for the streets be for the streets 
just name your price. Cause what, like Charlemagne the God said, everybody, you can't sell out if ain't nobody, nobody, if don't nobody want to buy you. You can't sell out if don't nobody want to buy you. Everybody 